Hey guys, really quickly, Ravi here. If you're enjoying this podcast, but you wanna see some more of the screen shares and in-depth graphics that we've created for it specifically, click the link in the show notes where you can get access to all of that and more in our YouTube channel. I'm gonna show you exactly how using Zendesk transformed our eight-figure business, the bare minimum you need to set up Zendesk correctly, and some tips and tricks that you can only learn from someone who has processed tens of thousands of support tickets through the platform. There are many different use cases for Zendesk, and Zendesk actually has a suite of different products. They have Zendesk Supports, Zendesk Chat, Zendesk Guide, and we actually use four different ones as a company. However, this video is gonna focus on the most popular one and the one that you're probably looking to learn a little bit more about, which is Zendesk support, okay? So as you can see on my screen here, I wanna walk you through what the typical support system inside of a company looks like. So you have on the left-hand side here, you have customers, you have prospects, you have vendors, and you have employees, right? These are pretty much the four different types of people that are gonna need support from you, the business owner, or from your company in one way or another. And where we were previously, and where I see a lot of our clients and most companies, is that they follow this kind of framework here, where customers can Slack message them, they can call them, they can email them, and they can social media message them. And so as the person receiving these questions or support tickets, you're gonna have to answer four different modalities of support in order to get back to this customer. And of course, course, you could have 10 different uh, threads of a conversation going on in four different uh, modalities of support, which means that you could have 40 different variations of support going on, but that's just for customers. Then you have to do it for prospects. What happens to people that watch your YouTube videos and they have questions or they're thinking of working with you, but they want to know what the pricing is. And then what happens if you have vendors, right? People that are uh, supposed to help you out like merchant processors, or it could be thumbnail designers or, uh, you know, other people that you're working working with, they also have questions. They didn't get paid this month, or they have a question about, uh, you know, how long the contract's going to be, anything along those lines. And then also you have employees, right? What if you have a company that's in the hundreds or even the thousands of people, and you're not directly speaking with every single one of them? Well, it's going to be very difficult if they don't have a modality of support to go to. And in reality, this is one, two, three, four. So four different modalities of support times four different types of people is 16 different variations of support that you have to deal with on a daily basis. And this is where we were at as a company when I was really starting to scale. And to be honest with you, it was getting a little hectic, but it's not the customer's fault. It's not the prospect's fault. It's not the vendor's fault. And it's not even the employee's fault. It's in reality, it's my fault because I didn't give one clear and concise modality for them to be able to send a question. And when I was doing it this way previously, a lot of stuff was getting lost in the chaos. So this is what we are like without Zendesk. And let me show you what we are now with Zendesk. Okay, obviously you can already see this is a much simpler graphic here. So same type of people, we have customers, prospects, vendors, and employees. However, I send every single person to one area, which is Zendesk. And inside Zendesk, you can actually set up an email address that you can send all tickets to, that if someone sends an email to that email address, it opens a ticket, and then you can have you, which is this right here, or you could have, you know, a team member, which we have four different support agents, me, 
manage that Zendesk account. So now if you look at it, there's only one way that people can message us and it's by emailing support at scalingwithsystems.com. And this makes it a million times easier to deal with these customers, prospects, vendors, and employees, all types of people that I do not want to ignore and I want to make sure I serve, but it allows us to deal with them as we scale. So now that you know why you should use Zendesk, let's get an account set up. So I'm at Zendesk.com. This is what their homepage currently looks like. As usual, let's just start on the pricing page and we'll go to Zendesk for service. And as you can see here, they have this sweet team and it starts at $49 a month. But listen, this is what the benefit of watching this entire video is. I do not think you need this entire sweet team. Now in full transparency, we spend right around $800 or $900 a month on Zendesk, but that's because we do everything. We do Zendesk guide, we do the chat, we do the ticketing system, we have multiple agents. But for you and for the majority of people watching this video, you likely just need this foundational support only. So actually, if you click over here, let me exit out of this little chatbot, of course, they're trying to message me, and you click starting at $19 a month, you can get this support team for per agent builds uh, annually right here. So at a $19 a month build annually, and this is pretty much all you need in order to get started, okay? And also another money saving hack is that for the first, I don't know, maybe one or two years of me using Zendesk, I actually put all of my agents on one account. So I just had one parent account and I put everybody on that one. And that way I only had to pay $19 a month, even though we were doing literally thousands of tickets a month. And eventually as we started scaling and I wanted to measure the performance of the different team members that we had, we ended up getting separate agents uh, and separate seats for Zendesk. So that way we could see like, you know, what was their response time? What was their satisfaction score, et cetera, et cetera. But once again, in order for you guys to save a lot of money, I would recommend just getting the bare bones minimum, this support team for $19 and putting all of your team just on one ticket. And you can even just start with a free trial by clicking this button below and get started without any money down. Once you get done, signing up for your free trial, you're going to be dumped out on the Zendesk dashboard right here. Now, let me walk you through what the different aspects of this dashboard are. So in the very top right, you can see there's these little four squares right here. This is what I was talking about in the beginning of the video, where Zendesk has multiple different products. So they have guide, which is the help center. They have gather, which is a community forum chat, which is obviously like a chat widget talk, which is if you wanted to actually speak and add a voice uh, note to it, explore would be reporting and analytics and sell would be the sales CRM. Like I said, the majority of you will just start with supports, but uh, that's just important for you guys to know in case you did want to see of the uh, different products that they have. Hey guys, we are hiring. That's right. If you consider yourself to be in the top 1% of talent in your industry, in your market, whether you're a salesperson, you're a marketer, you're a client success manager, uh, you're in tech, you're in operations, whatever the position is, if you think you are the 1% of your entire profession, we would love the opportunity to speak with you and walk you through how we might be able to partner together and you can come help us grow scaling with systems while making an amazing living for a remote company that's having a huge impact on thousands of businesses a year. If you want to learn more, just go to scalingwithsystems.com forward slash careers. 
Number two is this little kind of dashboard area right here in the middle. So you can see how many open tickets you have. And a ticket is essentially when someone is in conversation with you for a support request. So if we go back over to uh, the little graphic that I have here, it could be a customer emailing in and asking them to change their payment plan or change their credit card they have on file. That would be open as a separate ticket. I'm gonna show you how to set that up in a moment. Um, and then you also can have groups and groups is where you would uh, essentially group your tickets. So we like to put groups in there because specific agents that we have are set up underneath specific groups. So for example, if someone came in and said, hey, I need to change my credit card on file, that would go into the group for billing. And then all of the agents that run that billing group would be able to answer that very quickly. So if somebody came in here and they were managing the Zendesk tickets at that time, and they saw someone come in and ask a specific question around billing, they could put that in that group and it would notify that specific agent that they need to respond back. Same thing, another great example would be for tech, right? So we have tech specific support agents because we do a lot of tech with our clients in order to help them build end to end marketing systems, which by the way, if you want us to build you an end to end marketing system that's guaranteed to be profitable or we give you all your money back, make sure you click the link in the description down below to learn more about that. But we do a lot of tech for our clients. And so some of our support agents know a lot about tech where others don't. And so we're allowed to group tickets in a tech group and that will notify those people in order to uh, respond back to it. And then you have ticket statistics right here, which is people that are responding back to your support emails. And they're saying whether they had a good experience or a bad experience with you. So for example, we have an automation set up that once we solve a ticket, we send an email out to them and says, hey, can you please give us feedback on how this experience was and they can rate it whether it was good or bad. And this is how we determine how efficient our support team is. So for example, we measure how many people are leaving a review, which for us is about 65%, which is very high of people that we solve tickets we uh, we get a review from. And the second thing that we're looking at is, is it good or bad? And right now we have a 99% satisfaction score year to date with people saying that they had great service with our company whenever they, uh, the ticket was solved. And then on the satisfaction statistic here, like I said a second ago, you can see 99% is the entire company. And then this account, the person that I'm on right now has 100% satisfaction rating, meaning that 100% of the people that uh, left a, uh, a review said that they were satisfied and they got great experience, right? So that's what the kind of dashboard here is up top. And that's a very simple way of looking at it. And then if you go down below here, these are, this defaults as far as tickets requiring your attention. So these are people like Zendesk is kind of filtering out uh, tickets that they think that you need to look at first. So you can see we have uh, the priorities here, which are open, which means that these are people that are, have started a conversation with you, but you haven't closed the conversation yet. So they've said, hey, I need to change my payment billing. And you said, great, let me get you connected to the billing team, but nobody's responded back to them yet. So you wanna make sure obviously you solve a ticket as quickly as possible. So Zendesk is saying like, hey, don't forget about this person here, they responded. And then new tickets below that are obviously people that have since the last time someone was inside of here uh, that have sent a new email in to support at skillingsystems.com asking a question, right? And then you can see the subject line of what they're saying there, uh, who requested it, so the name of the person, uh, when it was uh, updated, the group 
that it falls into and then the assignee of who's actually ha communicating with that ticket okay on the left hand side here it says updates your ch ticket so this is kind of like a rolling uh, dashboard update that shows different people that are commenting messaging back responding etc etc so think of it like your social media feed for your Zendesk articles and then if I were to just open up a very uh, simple ticket here really quickly let me click on one I want to show you what this looks like as well so very likely our team's going to blur out this uh, the actual message itself to be respectful to whoever's sending us an email but as you can see we have the requester so this is the person that sent the message to our team the assignee and this is like I said before I could change it from the support team to the billing team to whoever else it is the followers and the followers are essentially anybody that's going to be notified of the activity that's going on here so if I was sending a ticket to the billing team I would be a follower even if I'm not on the billing team because I want to make sure that this ticket gets answered the form that the ticket came in from for the majority of you it will be email but for example for us we also have live chats and then there's tags this is an easy way to also filter through uh, you know what kind of questions are people asking and see a commonality or a trend of the types of tickets that you're getting um, and then obviously you have the actual messaging here which looks very very similar to uh, like some kind of messaging platform like slack or instant messenger i don't think people are really using instant messenger anymore but you get the idea behind it and so this is an email that someone sent our team but it looks like it's an instant messaging platform so i could literally come inside of here and i can type a reply right here and then when i send that back it'll literally come back as an email to that person so instead of having our support team manage an email inbox a gmail inbox which is very messy they can do it inside of here but it still looks like it's an email to our the person that's asking the question and the final piece that you need to know on this page here is this little submit button here so if i responded back to this and i clicked enter then this would default as submit as solved because zendesk is saying hey you responded back is this ticket solved but because i haven't clicked enter yet it still says submit as new which means that hey no one's responding back to this person they need to respond back and then if I click this little uh, drop down arrow here you can see there's multiple different options so new meaning that no one's responded back uh, open which obviously means that um, that the, someone's in a conversation with them pending means that we're waiting for that person to respond to us on hold means that we're waiting for something that we don't have access to right now like a third party and then solved obviously means this ticket has been totally solved which would then trigger the automation for them to give us their feedback okay so now that you understand the basics of tickets in the dashboard let me just find Finally, walk through the different tabs here and then how to set up a few very key features to make sure you're getting the most out of Zendesk. So like I showed you before, your homepage here is going to show you exactly that original dashboard that we got on. Then you have this views and these are different views that you can look at in order to have a better understanding of where you stand with your entire ticketing software. So, you know, your unsolved tickets, uh, tickets that haven't been assigned yet, all of your unsolved tickets. So this one's like, for example, me as the agent, my unsolved ticket where this one down here is all unsolved tickets as a company totally. Uh, recently updated, new tickets in your groups, recently solved tickets, you get the idea. So these are just very simple filters, kind of like smart views that you can look at in order to make sure, for example, if I was managing this, I want to make sure that, um, hey, why do we have 43 unsolved tickets inside of here? But our average response time from when they send it in to when we solve a ticket is 11 minutes. So I know that if anything's unsolved right now, it's because um, it, it should be we're likely waiting on a third party or we're waiting for them to respond back to us, okay? And then underneath that, you have 
have your customers. So this is pretty much anybody that's ever interacted with your Zendesk uh, software. So in this instance, it's gonna be anybody that's pretty much sent an email to your software. So you can actually see and open up a specific person and you could notice that this person has sent 80 emails to our Zendesk article. And also it gives you an idea that if someone did send in an email to a new support agent, well, that support agent could see their contact information and understand all the different emails that they've had, you know, maybe what challenges they've experienced before, and that could guide the article as we have it moving forward. Then of course you have your organizations, which you don't need to worry about. You're just gonna have likely one organization, which will be the name of your company. You have reporting, which we don't use inside of Zendesk because it's pretty expensive to be honest with you, but um, you can set it up if you'd like. And then you have the settings dashboard down here as well, which in all honesty, I don't use because all the settings that I wanna change are inside the admin center, which brings me to the last part of this video, which is the things you need to set up that they don't really explain to you when you are signing up for Zendesk that has a huge impact on the efficiency of the software. So let's go to the admin center by clicking this button right here. The very first thing that we want to do, if we go back to our guide here, is we want to set up this support at companyname.com email address. Because until you set this up, your Zendesk software is kind of useless. Just because you have it doesn't mean that people are going to use it, right? So you want to be able to set this support at company name up inside of Zendesk. And that way, when you're onboarding new customers, when you're talking to prospects, when you're talking to vendors, you just tell everybody, oh yeah, just email support at scalingsystems.com. Oh, just email support at scalingsystems.com. Oh, just email support at scalingsystems.com, right? Because you know that if they do that it'll be taken care of because your team's running it so that's the first thing that we want to set up and the way that we're going to do that is go to channels here on the left hand side and you're going to scroll down to email right here and then once you're on the email page you can see it says support addresses here and Zendesk supports an unlimited number of email addresses and so you're going to see an option that says add address and you're going to want to connect an external address and then just go through the process of setting up your company support email if you don't have a company support email I recommend going to G suite or wherever else it is and set up a help at company name.com or support at companyname.com. And this will allow you to connect a external address. So that way everyone has one simple thing that they need to remember, which is help at your companyname.com or support at your companyname.com, which will filter all tickets inside of here and automatically create a new ticket whenever they send a message to you. The second thing that we wanna do here that's very important is come down to objects and rules on the left-hand side of the admin center. And then you're gonna come down to triggers. Now, this is gonna be a little bit more advanced, but please stick with me because this makes a big difference on the experience of the person that's sending a message over to you. Now, you're probably not going to have different folders because obviously you can see we have 20 different uh, triggers slash automations that go inside of here. But what you should have is this notify requester uh, and CCs of receive requests. So this means that you are pretty much letting somebody know that you got their support ticket. For example, anytime you email Apple or someone else, you're almost always gonna get an email back instantly that says, hey, we got your ticket and we're working on it. And you wanna make sure that you do set that up and you can even change it so it kind of has the voice of your company a little bit here. So this should default be inside of your account, but it uses a default bland message. And I like to add a little bit of pizzazz, if you will, to the tickets. So I'm gonna click on this real quick. 
And if you don't have it, you can just click that uh, setup trigger on the uh, top right hand side of the screen. And you can say that the trigger name is notify requesters of C and CCs of receive requests. When a ticket is created, underneath conditions here, it says whenever it meets all of the following conditions, I'm not gonna walk through all of this. You can pretty much copy it or pause the screen right here. M mainly it's whenever a ticket is created, this is gonna trigger. Then what you wanna do is email the user, the requester and the CCs, and this is what you say back. So I type this email out for us. It says received is the email subject, support email suck, we don't. Thank you so much for contacting us. We know that sending in help requests are about as fun as running barefoot in a room full of Legos but we will do our absolute best to support you and go above and beyond to make your experience the best that it can be. This email is letting you know that we received your request and our team will respond to it within 48 business hours. Our usual business hours are Monday to Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. EST. And then it says best, the scaling wisdom support team. And I can't tell you how much this has had an impact on people, especially talking about how long it will take to respond and the business hours that we have, because people are sending in emails at like 1 a.m. on a Saturday and wondering why we haven't responded by 2 a.m. on Sunday. You know, it's it's a little ridiculous to be honest with you, but this allows people to at least know that we are working on it. And like I said before, our average time from when someone sends in a ticket to when we respond is 11 minutes, but it's within business hours, okay? So make sure you take a second and maybe make a little bit fun because remember, whenever someone's sending a support ticket in, usually there's a problem. And so this is a way you can kind of be proactive and make it fun at the same time. And the final thing I wanna show you here in your admin centers, if you scroll up to the top, you can see this account one right here. And you wanna scroll down to uh, a branding where it says appearances. And once again, going back to kind of like, you know, how large your company is, how much you care about what your perception is, et cetera, et cetera. I'd recommend changing your uh, brand color and adding what is known as a favicon, which is like, if you go to a website, for example, you can see it has Zendesk has this little Z right there. Our admin one at the top here says, uh, has our logo right here. Uh, the Lucid chart, which is where I make these charts, has a Lucid chart logo. You wanna add your little uh, favicon here as well. So this will allow you that when people are sending emails and they're seeing different messages, uh, it all has your branding and your colors on it, which I think that that combined with a support at companyname.com combined with a custom or an automated response whenever someone sends an email makes your company look 10,000 times more professional than maybe it even is.